Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to episode 17 of Kenya's Market Map. This is the last episode of, of the, the year 2021. Yeah. It's been an amazing journey. Thank you so yeah. much. We started in August um of 2021 must have been mid August and um coincidentally mm-hmm. we were in episode 1 we were just the two of us. Oh yeah. 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 Um so for this episode I'm sure you're already wondering where is the big man Daniel Kalia. So Daniel Kalia is not feeling well. Um we send out the love to our brother, yeah. our big brother. Yeah. Um we hope that he'll get better and uh at ASAP. the start of the year 2022 we'll be here with him. Yeah, sure. Ready to sure. do this. New stuff coming up. Yeah, man. I'm your co-host for today Kigen Kiplimo and I'm Easter Funding. Perfect. Um things it looks like things have been dialing down. Yeah. yeah. Um in the in, in you know in the capital markets yeah. in the business and finance environment. Mm-hmm. And uh just before we begin week, right? I want to tell us yes, I want to tell us uh, to tell our viewers that uh, today when you you've seen me with this cape for those who are listening on on audio you can jump to YouTube Kenya's market map. So I'm officially wearing the mortgage cape. That's what it's called. I've I've already started mortgage. You know they call the good papa. <laughs> it's the one. Uh, I'm not sure. No, must be a different one. That uh, godfather is a different one. Kangolis, yes. That's that's Douglas our producer. <laughs> Shout out to Douglas. Yeah. So this is the official mortgage cap. Uh-huh. I've started it already. Okay. Yes. Where is this house? Eh uh, we are, we had we are trying with HFC. <laughs> <laughs> we we see well we'll get right, <laughs> so as i was right. saying things have been dialing down yeah. um people are of course going on a break mm-hmm. um we will be going on a break Ma, very much i'm feeling break. tired chief Man. i'm feeling tired for me the too. year me i too. need some rest me too but where are you going are you, are you going anywhere um for me of course um, i'll have to go see my family mm. Shags, um mm. but then for a little bit for yeah, a short while yeah. then come back to nairobi um a lot a lot is still happening in my space yeah uh, yeah you've told me about yeah, that i have a different calendar than uh, other than most people well um for myself um again very needed very much needed break um you guys are saying at icj went on holiday when yeah you went on holiday it must have been november like october it doesn't feel around october doesn't yeah. feel like it cuz I'm fertigged man. Ebu <laughs> let's let's get so down. So what, what's your highlight for this week? Um so this week um something very funny okay funny to me uh-huh. happened that um Standard Chartered uh-huh. Standard yeah is is looking to partner with um at cafe. At cafe. Yeah. The 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 what in terms of space and retail space that uh-huh. Yeah. And I was like what why why is that Th- these are industries that look so diverse so very different they are worlds apart i mean yeah exactly <laughs> well it, it, the fact that it is if you look at it um, if you compare banking and and hospitality yeah. in that sense uh-huh. they are worlds apart yeah but if you compare the the kind of clients that these two brands individually in these industries serve uh-huh. yeah there's a point of convergence it makes a lot of sense yeah because um the people guys who go to art cafe yeah are kind of the guys who have the same purchasing power yeah to bank with um absolutely yeah it's middle class oh, the other way and, 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 and the guys and who bank with standard chartered have this oh, the, the, the 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 purchasing capacity power to to buy or get into art cafe absolutely so it makes sense mm-hmm. but then I was like um why why is why is that because traditionally a banking environment is supposed to be very structured chilled Quiet. if you want some tea you no get phone into calls. The, you know <laughs> so i'm like is it a, an act of desperation because again 
this comes after these guys Standard Chartered had cut off the the wage bill by sending guys home. Yeah. So what's going on there? I don't think it's it's um desperation as you see. I think you you're exaggerating it. Um I think it's it's a strategy. Um strategies might work or might not work. Uh. Um so I'm I'm still trying to I think I'll visit one of the branches. Um so Art Cafe has one of the reasons why Standard Chartered chose Art Cafe was yeah. because Art Cafe has, you know, a national footprint. There are uh-huh. more than 50 outlets. And so I, I I wanted to visit one of the outlets that they've placed a bank inside the Art Cafe to see how it's been structured, the outlay, mm. you know, the, the, the mm. outlay of the, of the office. The interior, yeah, the interior yeah. to see how practical it would work, you know, because mm. you, you wouldn't want, you know, starting to have, you know, the tellers again and you, you know, having the that tellers is exactly why it sounded ridiculous to me having the tellers was, you know with, like with you're passing each other with pans and yeah. everything around there you know you don't want it mixed up of yeah. course it won't be mixed up but i'd yeah. love to see the outlay of how you know customers are flowing in and and how it happens it mm. would be interesting to see that mm. um and you know th- uh, you've seen that standard chatter they've cut their number of branches yeah. by close to 50% percent from in 2016 the quarter, quarter to today. banking sector is absolutely result, right? and you know it's it's informed by numbers because for the year financial year ended 2020 yeah. december you find that 94% of transactions in standard chartered bank mm. were outside the of, branches yeah. so that would make sense to do that this is interesting to, we'll, to cut on the number of bank of, 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 of physical outlet yeah and that has cut down also on the staff on the number of staff yeah so we'll it's important to i mean it's interesting to to note this we'll see i'll definitely next year i'll be scouting to see the progress in that mm. and for me a for, key for, thing, for this particular engagement or for, for this the particular whole, engagement okay um just to see how it pans out i, yeah. I want to visit a, a branch and for me but for me an interesting thing is the trends that we've been seeing when it comes to businesses and office spaces mm-hmm. particularly shared services yeah. because on this front we'll be having you know shared services like mm. you know you'll have um, shared services like cleaning so probably mm. the cleaning would for security. the bank and yeah security so those shared services you know it's been a trend an emerging trend in in the in the office space so that's important to note um so it's a cost cutting venture also you know to electricity and the likes mm. so interesting to see that because today we have many companies and particularly startups so if yeah. you're starting out you don't need to necessarily go and you know have your own space and everything you know and yeah. employ a cleaner yeah. and what yeah. you know you there is this office sharing platforms co-working so just spaces, yeah. absolutely just yeah. join in so i think now this is a co-working spaces for, for corporates but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is uh-huh. it has to be a niche bank doing it i mean you don't want a mwananchi bank like equity getting into partnership with who java why not explain to me why not what would equity okay not to not to um, insinuate anything about diminishing or undermining the purchasing power and, and economic um status of equity bankers guys who bank with equity sorry but this these are guys who on a daily don't go to java but don't you think that equity has a a premium so sort of like a premium that is there that is there, that is there yeah. because we we normally we'll see with a lot of the, the banks numbers. i mean if you look at cooperative bank yeah. we have executive banking yeah. when you look at kcb we have kcb advantage banking yeah. you see so even in this um sort of 
Nanishi banks, so to speak, Nanishi yeah. banks, they also have inside them a segment for premium clients. That is true. That is true. But then, in short, you're saying that these people, the customers, are stratified into economic um, status, right? Absolutely. Status, right? You have corporate clients. But that, the thing is, mm-hmm. now look at the proportions. Mm-hmm. If twenty, if ten percent of my of my customers, uh, uh, if only ten percent of my customers um, have the purchasing power to go into Java, yeah, would it make sense for me to go through all the hurdles in in getting into partnership with Java? No, I mean, I mean, you can do it, but then just do it with a with a plan. For example, as I've just mentioned, you could have cooperative bank, yeah. the executive banking Product, side. Yeah, yeah. Now, because if you actually. We are we normally record on Gong Road, and mm-hmm. here in Gong Road, just before you get to our, our studios yeah. at Trio Media, yeah. you find that there is an executive co- cooperative bank, executive banking branch that is solely for executive banking at the China. It's called China Center China on Center. Gong Road. Okay, that's so what you it is. Could, yeah, so you okay. could have a, yeah. the executive banking branch with Java at a specific inside Java. Okay, okay, so that okay. would make more sense than <laughs> yeah than just doing it because standard. Absolutely, yeah. So you can segment sense. it. Makes sense. Your highlight? Um, ah, my highlight is is um, goes out is a little bit touching on diplomacy and the international relations. So that? this week we saw that President Biden of the USA uh-huh. appointed um, Meg Margaret. I've forgotten her second name. Um, as no- nominated her to be the ambassador to Kenya. Mm. So I think there'll be a vetting process going on before yeah. she comes to Kenya and, and you know takes the job. So interestingly, yeah. Meg is a dollar billionaire, yeah. I must say. Yeah. Um, former CEO of HP, yeah. eBay. So this is a, a corporate on lady, very you big know, boards, huh? Yeah, corporate guru. Yeah. Made it, you know, in, in, in the corporate scene. Yeah. Um she's sixty five years old. Mm. Um so she doesn't look like she's that. a rep- Oh. Don't get up, uh, please. Don't get ideas. <laughs> don't get ideas. <laughs> no comment, my brother. No comment. But it's allowed. It's allowed. So uh, I mean, she's a Republican, yeah. uh, but she funded um, part of Hillary Clinton's campaign um, mm-hmm. when she was vying against Trump yeah. back in 2016. Yeah. Um, so she has some ties with the Democrats. Yeah. Now, interestingly, um, for me, I'm looking at this. And I'm looking at better times. This mm. is the first time we're having an ambassador of this background. She doesn't have any um, diplomacy, international relations background. She's coming from straight from corporate. She's coming from corporate. Oh God. Okay. Now I'm looking Why at is that good news? our U.S. relations, and I'm seeing that this time we'll be focused on trade, a lot of trade and business and investment. Okay. That's where the focus is going. Yeah. Because if you even look at USAID, USAID is on a transition mm-hmm. from funding projects that are to do with, you know, buying yeah. milk for, for kids and food and yeah. everything, you yeah. know, those kinds of projects you see in the community, yeah. to more of boosting, bettering trade, investment, you know, access to business and everything. Yeah. So they are, for, yeah, they are moving to... To, to, to funding such kind of businesses. Yeah. So that would tell you of how the Americans are changing their tact. So in this case, I'm looking at business bettering and even more importantly, mm-hmm. I'm looking at the prospects of the US-Kenya FTA, the free trade mm-hmm. agreement mm-hmm. that was shelved. Mm-hmm. You know, this was had really taken traction mm-hmm. when Trump was in office. Yeah. You know, President Kenyatta had gone to see Trump. Um, he has, of course, gone to see um, President Biden. Biden. Yeah. 
and the US Kenya FTA is something that the Republicans really wanted to push forward and mm-hmm. and get it done before um Trump's um uh, tenure came to an end but that was of course not successful mm-hmm. so when the Repub- when the Democrats came in with no. President Biden they yeah. said you know as they are widely known for that that is not their priority you know they yeah. for them they prefer working project. with a larger body for example working you know having a partnership with africa as a continent not and not necessarily yeah. individual countries yeah. so but now looking at this i'm like what are the prospects that we would revive the us kenya fta you know and bring it back to life so i'm just speculating as an economic commentator well, so this, i i think if, the odds have risen if meg's government mm-hmm. or party is aligned towards um having partnerships with larger um, organizations and not individuals. Uh Meg is a Republican herself. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay, Republican. So yeah, the other way around. Okay. <laughs> but okay, so no. But then her, her boss is still a Democrat who doesn't believe in that. But then you have to understand that Agoa is coming to an end exactly. in 2025. You have, to, you have to advance the agendas of your boss. Absolutely. You're here to represent your boss yeah. quite literally mm-hmm. as an ambassador. But then consider yeah? this Easter. So you can't come and start You see Agoa that is there. Yes. In, in Kenya and of course Africa mm. you find that Agoa the one that we mostly use to export textile duty free yeah. to the US yeah. you find that it's expiring in the year 2025 mm-hmm. which is what just three now three years two, away now two. because we are already in 2022 <laughs> just a yeah. number of days yeah. so it's three years away you should start planning of the next trade partnership uh-huh. agreement uh-huh. so the US Kenya FTA would have been a good substitution for Agoa when it comes mm. to Kenya particularly mm. so what what next you know people are starting to ask what next mm. but for me looking yeah. at meg's background yeah. i'm seeing probably we could have it done by next year the us kenya fta i'm not so sure about that looking at okay we're looking at meg's background yeah you're look you you you're seeing white i'm seeing black <laughs> quite literally black and white because um you know how our scene the political scene and our systems are in kenya uh-huh. this oh i was about to call him this chick this meg is coming from us oh my right? <laughs> <laughs> Do okay. not get ideas, Kigan. Meg is coming from the US where systems are kind of very um structured, uh-huh. functional and 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 operate efficiently. No doubt. At least more efficiently than they are in Kenya. No doubt. No doubt, right? So he comes here, she comes here, and where systems are not working and all that, no structures, corruption and all, she's going to be frustrated. And she has no background in politics in 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 dealing with governments directly at least maybe she handled indirectly um, okay so frustrated in o- the overall you know uh, operations of the US embassy in Kenya or just particularly with the US Kenya FTA no with this with with her new role as an ambassador ah okay yeah so challenges that, are there but for me i mean if you look at it from a realistic point of view the americans kenyans have a you know a big perception about americans you know so even when the embassy reaches out to politicians and government institutions in kenya for example reaches out to the national police service or what they listen these are the americans they listen so it's it's uh, so i should not fear you are should not fear cast your fears away. Cool, let's let's let, let me wait. <laughs> ah, let me okay. wait and see. So moving ahead something that happened a major major event the president of Kenya president Uhuru Kenyatta yeah. signed into law the CBK amendment bill 2021. Mm-hmm. Now this bill would would see that 
um, the digital lenders in Kenya, mm-hmm. who are I think more than 300 of them, will now. Registered. That's uh, registered. They, you know, they haven't been registered because it's it's a market that is not regulated. So it's now getting into regulation. So the digital mm. lenders. So for those who are registered, they're only registered uh, under the Digital D-Luck. Lenders Association. Yeah. By so the 300 are under Dilak or no? Or some are under Dilak, some are not. Okay. Okay. Mm. Um, now we. Ha- this regul this uh, move um will see the digital lenders being under regulated by the CBK just like the banks. Yeah. Now this is going to be an interesting move because CBK is gonna be checking a number of things with the g- digital lenders. Yeah. So the CBK will have the right just like the banks to revoke to revoke the lending. A license and certificate for mm-hmm. that, and as to you issue know, and revoke. to issue and revoke. Yeah. Um, so they have been given six months to comply. So in the next six months, if you don't have that CBK lending license, yeah. my friend, you're out of business. So one of the things that they'll be looking at, they'll be looking at the cost of lending. Mm-hmm. Um, that these people are lending with, mm-hmm. um, because I remember, as we said in episode sixteen, mm-hmm. that if must be sixteen or fifteen, mm-hmm. that if you look at the banks, yeah. you'd easily find an average of the lending rates because they are around a certain neighborhood, okay, yeah. around twelve point something percent. Yeah, yeah. But then when you come to the digital lenders. Everywhere. Some are lending so, yeah. at, you know, uh, if you do the annual percentages, yeah. it's coming to probably around even a hundred and plus yeah. percentage, yeah. the annual an, annual rate. Yeah. So, th- you know, it's it's a wild curve. Mm. So um, I'm looking at CBK, probably they'd want to have it in a certain neighborhood. What would you attribute that to, by the way? To the, the difference in the lending rates in the, between the banks and, and these other... I've actually Digital never lending. thought about yeah. it. What do you attribute it to? I've never thought about it. I'm thinking about it for the first time. Why is it that they are lending in... Very variably. Very variably. Um, probably it's because... I think it's because of the, re- the risk. And regulation. Lack of ah. regulation. Yeah. So there's no regulation. So if if I market my product in such a way that you're going to take my, 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 my loan, huh? mm-hmm. you're going to take money from me. Yeah. I have the dispensation to charge whichever interest rate I want. I feel like, because mm-hmm. look at it from this way. Um, we talked about China lending to Kenya, and then they want to do what they want to take the state assets. Yeah, same to what is happening in Uganda. Uh-huh. We have different people who can get who can finance these countries, Kenya uh-huh. and Uganda, yeah. with the money they want. Uh-huh. But um, China is being too sweet. You know, they're like you just say okay. Let, just let's that let's come back to digital lenders. I'll give you that money, yeah. right? Yeah, let's so, come back. So okay, I'm, I'm bringing you back. <laughs> So you come back here, <laughs> these guys are like, all you have to do, key in these details, we'll give you the money you want in seconds. Uh-huh. So I'm taking higher risk and the rule of investment has higher risk, higher returns. High returns. So as, as, a, as a digital lender, I'm, uh-huh. I'm giving you the money very quick, very fast. Yeah. That's high risk. Yeah. Okay, What's the high sense. return? The high return is me charging you outrageous interest rates. Makes mm, sense. Yeah, the one who will take lower risk by taking longer to to get to give you the money while they're doing the KYCs and yeah. all that, mm-hmm. they can only charge a kidogo interest. And you know, one of the things that has always stood out for me on on the variation in terms of the cost of lend of the lending rate yeah. between banks and digital lenders yeah. is because of when you look at a bank, yeah. you know, in banks there are opportunities of collateral. 
Okay? Uh-huh. So you can for you to finance a certain thing, you might give your title deed for your land, you know, the logbook of your car. Yeah. So that access collateral, okay? And then there is also another thing you could issue your payslip, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So if your so that payslip would be a guarantee that you'd pay because there's income coming in at the end of every month. Yeah. But then when it comes to digital lenders, yeah. for them you've just known them five minutes ago. Yeah. You know you haven't given them your title deed or anything. Yeah. So that's why that premium is there because well, of lack of collateral. That explains why on average banks charge in lower interest rates as compared to um, Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't show why banks have um quite similar an, you can find an easy yeah. average compared yeah. to yeah makes a lot of sense no the spread now yeah. the spread is the word mm-hmm. the spread in, in between banks interest rates in banks is very small as yeah. compared to now um the, the digital, to, to lenders. digital lenders. yeah i think it's because of the risk and and yeah you said risk so yeah <laughs> i'm I'm, i'm gonna look into that yeah. um but it, now it's gonna be an interesting time to watch that space and see you know if if now Should that now contract is if it will contract absolutely uh, um something that stood out for me is CBK will also be checking you know the capital stock that the digital lenders have and this is something that during the finance committee when this bill was in the finance committee in the national assembly yeah. the committee you know was came out and said that since digital lenders are not deposit taking you know why should you check their capital stock yeah okay yeah. but then now it's been signed into law um, I, <laughs> i don't think so w- what do you think I do you think, think so. they should check that no they have no business checking it because simply because they're not deposit takers yeah yeah these are people who give money they don't take any money yeah so it does i don't care if you do if you mismanage your business <laughs> so you don't have money to give people see that's how that's uh, how your business model is only as good as how much money you have to get you have to give out uh-huh. and your the ratios of your non performing loans look at it that's up to you to look manage. at it look at it this way if you you know now they'll be having that tagline on their websites that regulated. we are regulated by the central bank of kenya yeah. and If you are really regulated by the Central Bank of Kenya, yeah. you should be a solid business that if I come to you, you have the money to give me. It's it's I know it's it's a pedestrian narrative but yeah. that's it's how good, I can it's justify. It's good it, it came from you. <laughs> it's good it came from you. But I'm not from, again, before, I'm not from Joroge. <laughs> before we continue, I don't think it was signed. These guys went to the committee the, the p- different people are invited to go make um, presentations absolutely during the, them, yeah, the, the, the committee right public um, consultation forums yeah. yeah and that came up mm-hmm. and i don't know what who exactly it was it's safaricom or some other firm yeah owned by or the ceo is aristeus someone mm-hmm. i fo- i forget okay but it was i think it was um someone proposed against that mm-hmm. that this because these people what the cbk was 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 it the cbk or the, the bill the bill was proposing yeah uh prudential kind of um what's it regulation uh-huh. so yeah yeah that is to to mean that just like banks you have to look at the financial prudence of your books absolutely on your business yeah how much are you giving how much are, do you have in in in, in, in stock uh-huh. capital stock yeah and all those things then someone comes and says that doesn't make sense what i agree with i think you agree with that as well that it doesn't make okay you ask me that question. to some so extent, do you agree with it to some, to much, to some, some extent. extent i agree with it totally that you have no business other cbk to check at my to check my capital stock mm-hmm. 
as a digital lender. Yeah. I'm lending people. I'm not being the one being lent. No but one is now, giving me their money. Now the problem I'm not is, managing is any, any if you money. don't make that capital stock of CBK in the next six months, you're out of business. So digital no, that's lenders, what I, that's what that's I'm not that. That's what I'm not agreeing. I don't think it was signed. Now, I think uh-huh. it was pro- someone proposed this and the committee adopted it. Okay. They accepted that change and they, they're going to make now, it. Now let me let me look at it from an investment and an international investment point of view yes, okay please, yes, please. one of the reasons why i had really been you know campaigning yeah. to see that the digital lenders are regulated by the cbk is for mm. two reasons mm-hmm. number one so that we put a stop to the predatory lending that is there in this country number two do you use digital lending i have before used um, digital products. lending yeah and okay. they are quite exorbitant but so such as home it, it does okay number two is the kind of methods that the digital lenders have been implying you know to get their loans yeah, back yeah. you know for example debt shaming you know mm-hmm. this this kind of really you know that the extreme measures that are they are putting into play to try yeah. and recover their money would you tell would you tell do you mind telling our listeners and viewers why it's wrong to be debt shamed you you took a loan we are adults here yeah. you agree that i'm giving you this money uh-huh. this much money yeah. you're supposed to pay it by this time then it gets to that time now you don't you know you're an advocate of debt shaming so i'm not having this conversation i'm not with a, i'm not let, advocating let me skip that's that. what i said would you tell <laughs> would you tell our listeners and viewers cuz now i mean it's 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 an ethical it's really an ethical yeah. for example this is this is a famous um this is this is a famous story that goes on yeah. we've seen that when you borrow from some digital lenders and in your phone um when you've downloaded the app yeah. they tell you that give access to this app give it access to your contacts yeah. okay yeah. so give access to this app to make calls and send sms's yeah. so you allow yeah. so what happens is that in the event that you default what happens is that this digital lender yeah. is gonna has your access to your contacts yeah. which you you've given him. access to make calls yeah, and sms's you the give, uh, so they look at, at the people you've saved and they see that easter has saved pasta something something <laughs> honorable something and they call that person yeah. and they tell pasta do you know I'm so there, uh, <laughs> tell this guy to pay you know so that, that you know that's how debt shaming works which yeah. is totally unethical now coming back to the third point of why i've been anchoring for digital lenders to be regulated, regulated by the cbk yeah, yeah. is when it comes to investment now i think we'll be seeing a lot of investment a lot of fdis coming into the digital lending space mm-hmm. this is particularly because when you sit i'm looking at it from a global perspective okay yeah. now you're sitting in london yeah. you're sitting in new york you're sitting in berlin yeah. and you are let's say blackrock you know mm-hmm. big money guys big, yeah. and you're looking to invest into a digital lender yeah. and then you see that the digital lending space in that country is unregulated you're going to have qualms about investing in that space okay now yes it's true that regulation follows innovation and this is a classical space okay so the digital lending space is was innovated and then regulation followed Follow, yeah. so regulation brings confidence in investors and now particularly addressing the issue of capital stock if i'm to invest in a business that is in a digital lender for this case in yeah, Kenya. Yeah. Now, if I understand that it's a regulated space, so I, I'm, I even have confidence that yes, these people have footed a capital stock of this amount. So, I mean, I have confidence that that they are solid. What do you mean? 
So if if you look at the capital stock requirement, okay? Yeah. So you for the banks that is I'm No, 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 for these digital lenders. So if I am to invest, I'm like, ah, I have confidence. So if 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 they've even footed a capital stock of this, if they're sustaining a capital stock of this amount, then I'm like, ah, okay, then it gives me confidence in investing. I'm not getting you. Let me let me let me tell you, let me show you where I am okay. so you find out how you can get me to your point of understanding. Well, if if I'm looking for a bank to put in money, mm-hmm. I'm going to look at the cash reserves, the the the, the deposits they have with the CBK. That yeah. is the mm-hmm. is it what's it's called? Reserves. You're you're required to have a, as a bank to yeah, have reserves with the CBK, right? Yeah. And that acts like an insurance kind of. That if you default in payment of your, if you don't manage your liquidity and so you don't have money to give your yeah. your During people the want to of liquidation, yeah, yeah, that could it be. is used to to bridge that gap. Yeah. That is me as a depositor. I want to know that if I give you this money, I can get it at any time. And if yeah. you don't have it, the CBK will use the money you've given them to pay me. Yeah. To give it to me, not to pay me, to give it to me. Yeah. Because it's my money. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a this is now BlackRock mm-hmm. for this in this case of digital lenders. Yeah. BlackRock wants to get into digital lending mm-hmm. in Kenya. Yeah. They want to invest in Otala. Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually, Otala has But then capital stock is but different from sure. From the what deposits that 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 the minimum deposits that these guys deposit with oh, it's CBK. actually called minimal deposit. Yeah. How different is it? Capital stock is generally um what you have running in your in your account. So that in short, have, the goal of that, that even the, as, the as you start lending, it, you should all you you, you you should have a certain amount. You know what I'm saying? I that there it. should be a certain amount in your account. It's kind of a minimum amount. Absolutely. For what? So now you know I'm. Um, this is the case. What business do you have as a regulator to to know whether I have money to continue business or not? And that's the argument because at the end of the day, these are not deposit taking. But exactly. me, I'm saying from an investment point of view, yeah. If it's regulated by CBK, and I look at one of the things that CBK checks with digital lenders is the capital stock, then for the I'd have more confidence. Okay, no, okay, for okay, for okay, digital okay, lenders, yeah, we're okay, talking about digital okay, lenders. Yeah. I'd have more confidence yeah. simply because of the fact that. Let's say CBK wasn't checking. Uh-huh. So you'd probably be a digital lenders but in your accounts you are probably playing on an overdraft. Okay again. What do you mean overdraft? That you, you don't know, even have money. You don't even have money in your account. My understanding of how digital lenders work uh-huh. is you, they have a capital. They have some they have some money. Yeah. They've gotten from whoever whichever investors uh-huh. they have. Then they have people who need that money. Yeah. Now they lend to to the Kawaii at those rates they, uh-huh. they share the interest. Yeah. So if I don't have money in my coffers, uh-huh. I won't have money to give people. And so there won't be business for me. So Absolutely. I die. What business do you have as an investor as as as, as a CBK as as, as, as <laughs> a what? As no, a regulator. Me, I'm looking at it from my, an investment point of view. I know you're looking at it from a regulator point of view. Okay, okay. <laughs> Look at the, okay, my investors are the guys now channeling funds yeah. into my coffers mm-hmm. so that I can give it to people yeah. at a higher rate than give share the profits okay. with them. Look at it. What uh-huh. does it matter to them if I, okay. if I have Look at it look at it this way Easter. You're going to invest in a business. Yeah. It's not digital lenders or anything. Just yeah. a, a business, yeah. okay? And when you look at that business, you see that um so I'm looking at their cash flow the way it is and I'm looking at um they even have some reserve cash. You realize that so is that is due diligence. You'd have yeah, I mean 
it's yes it's due diligence yeah. so you see this company yes they even have some cash reserves you know we are in a pandemic what and what and what might happen so it's it's a bit stable so that gives you confidence how to even invest is, in that business how important would cash reserves be for you as an investor you who's looking to invest in intala as an investor right your blackrock you but then when it comes to intala it's not what does it it's not cash reserve because that's that's what sort of like their inventory because that's that's their core business <laughs> this, this 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 is a, it's a, it's, a, it's a huge argument um, we'd love to know what our viewers uh think about this about the, 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 the capital stock um please you guys know on twitter kenya kenya's market map underscore ke linkedin kenya's market map yeah. we also have a contact section on our website kenyasmarketmap.com please put in your feedback tell us what you think about this easter yeah, yeah. um about your closing remarks on this um i think it's important uh-huh. that these guys are regulated yeah i still don't agree that the cbk should have any business checking the capital requirements uh-huh. or, or whatever uh-huh. but when, whichever it is whatever <laughs> name they gave it yeah they have no business with that okay. but the the regulation is called for yeah because yeah um i don't want people calling me to pay other people's debts but then i don't um, want i want people's data to be respected. To just play, we have a data commissioner uh-huh. Yeah, the she office should, of data commission. Yeah, she should be doing her job. Absolutely. She's this gives her now the mandate to to get into that. Absolutely. Yeah, I think. Because it's, it's been a difficult work. space simply because it's unregulated, unregulated. but now um Immaculate Kasait, that's the 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 commissioner. It it will be now easier for her, you know, to get to these digital lenders who are selling yeah. to third party the data of um of Kenyans yeah. you know without their consent yeah. which is outrightly illegal yeah. so it would be easier you know because communicate with CBK CBK yeah. revokes their, mm. their 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 the licenses, licenses so yeah. i think what, it's what better time another thing i like is but the, the office fact of, that of, of 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 so, sorry just to to mention this the yeah. office of the data commissioner was came into law in 2019 i yeah, think it was set really. up in 2020 towards the close of the yeah, year yeah. so it's still they're still getting you know the, 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 the themselves on their feet yeah, yeah. So what is it? We're still early stages. <laughs> so so there's still, have the still ca- a lot of development. What does that speak to? It? They don't have um, the capacity. They might have the capacity. They have the capacity, but it just speaks to the fact that the journey has just begun okay. when it comes to to data, you know, um privacy yeah. rights, you know. If I digress a bit, was it just was it did the government just come up, come with it? Uh, following the huduma number thing um i'm not sure or was if, it something if it's that was huduma in the number but i think there were calls from the private sector and uh, and you know the civil society alike that you know the rights of kenyans you know when it comes to data privacy and the likes you know it was a wild area and now the mm. the the um, office of the data commissioner which was set up by there's an act in mm. the constitution mm. so that will come and streamline issues okay okay uh you were telling me about uh Dilak, Dilak. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, what's comforting, or what I like, is the fact that um, Dilak itself is pro-regulation. Absolutely. They're like, um, we are, we are, we are, we are, we are. We, we want to act in, in, yeah. in the best. Let's let's work know. together. Let's work together. Yeah. And it's only a few people, few players in the digital lending space mm-hmm. who have been trying to we've been denting the image of of the, of all the absolutely the kevin mutiso has said that times and number. yeah exactly so so um it's welcome you asked me about my sentiments about that yeah. welcome I, I, it's a good thing <laughs> yeah. excellent so let's move on to the next conversation let's cross the broad the borders to the pearl of africa uganda that is, that's what it's called yeah, churchill winston churchill 
named Call it, it the Pearl of Africa, Uganda. Did you take history in high school? No, I didn't. I'm just a love of history. You, you took geography. <laughs> of course. Can't remember you in my class. <laughs> oh, you're not in the same class. Um, class. Okay. So um, we'll cross our borders to Uganda. Yeah. Um we'll talk about MTN yeah. Uganda, yeah. which is of course a sub- subsidiary of um, MTN which is down in South Africa, South Africa MTN yeah. Group. Yeah. So MTN had an IPO of 215 million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Um in 65%. the Uganda Securities Exchange yeah. and we have to mention to our viewers that this is not just an IPO that MTN Uganda decided to do rather this is something that the government of Uganda yeah. has said um that for companies some uh, the telco companies in Uganda that they should list at least 20%. Do you think that will be replicated to the in other the US? Um I I think so but we'll wait and see you know. Because um, what was the faith behind that? What was the intention? The intention was obviously repatriation of profits. Mm. You know, so if then the it ownership be is local, replicated in other industries. Absolutely, um, and we've had arguments. MTN because it was like the first; it was the most profitable company in Uganda. Um, okay, yeah, so. you they have good profits, but yeah. then you also look at this is something that came in in 2019, so they had up to the end of 2021 to comply. So mm. they are just complying right before last minute the year ends yeah. and interestingly enough um so this is a requirement so if MTN does not get to 20% the their telcos license won't be renewed by the Ugandan government okay yeah. so that After was this IPO that was the have, they have three years they have three years yeah. now interestingly now the IPO um ended i think um last week or the week before last week yeah. now the shares started trading um on monday mm. at the ugandan securities exchange give dates now monday we don't know when monday of this week up. oh monday of uh this today is 11th yeah. the monday before 11th <laughs> <laughs> now an interesting thing is that for they floated 215 million dollars yeah they didn't get to that they got to 65% that was shocking yeah. to me expected higher than that why? Why now why did you before that? i go to to why yeah. um I'm looking at now since they got only 65%. They've gotten to 15% of the 20% that they are required to get to by the Ugandan government. Mm. But then they've been given a leeway of 3 years. Yeah. And for me this is this is where I find the challenge, okay? Yeah. You know, when it comes to sh- shares and IPOs, yeah. this is not something that you just fulfill it, you know, with a mandatory you know, a mandatory sort of like uh, wound. Uh-huh. <laughs> so to speak if you had a mandatory wound for shares uh-huh. because this is not masks or this is not a curfew that you'd institute for everyone okay yeah. that hey you guys everyone take mtn shares so it's a, it's a matter of demand and supply and willingness to buy so what if mtn due to market forces never get to 20%. that 20% yeah. yes they have three years it's yeah. 5% yeah. they might or might not get to it mm-hmm. What if they never get to it? Will you not renew their licenses because they've gone? Yes, they've done what you've requested. Yeah. They've they've gone. There's intention, IPO. yeah. Yeah. So what if they never get to that? I did not, I had not thought of that. So that's that's I where I have a challenge with yeah. with 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 that kind of 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 regulation. Mm. But then we'll see how it plays out. 65%. Who I expected much better is. Yeah, did yeah. you expect 65%? No. No. Uh I asked you why yeah. not because I was disagreeing not because I was of the opinion that it was I expected uh-huh. higher 
but I just wanted to get you because look at this this is not even mine is a perception they're not, they're mine, not looking mine is, at Uganda is, only uh-huh. yeah this is East Africa absolutely you can still achieve and in East Africa you're looking at institutional investors yeah. all these people you can still get to at least 90% but this institutional investors yeah. still invested we had the pension scheme in Kenya still investing how 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 much did they invest <laughs> yeah. i'm not i'm not sure of the numbers investing but we had nssf investing it was in very small Uganda. percentages very small percentages i think NSSF actually took a big chunk of it but let me let me now give my reasons and my reasons are actually sort of in line with what the ceo of mtn uganda is giving mm-hmm. i call him mr v because i might swallow my tongue trying yeah, to name pro- is, ah, pro- yeah. pronounce his name yeah. but his first name is wim so one of the reasons that they have given as the company and also sbg uh, yeah. securities one of the reasons they've given yeah. is that there was really since this was an ipo that was coming in after a long time since Russell there was, was another another no it's it's been considerably a long time since there was another ipo in uganda uh. so ipo has not been a common thing in uganda uh-huh. has not been not not common has not been a, <laughs> that is not a has not been excuse. frequent that is not so this excuse. is what they are giving actually yeah, yeah. so probably people were out of touch with ipos uh-huh. okay <laughs> so oh. i'm wondering you know where where were your marketing addressed number 2 uh-huh. there was the issue of a lot of investor investment knowledge and capital markets knowledge you know in, in, in uganda we are also facing the same challenge in, in kenya. kenya not as proportional as what is in uganda of course in uganda it's serious in you uganda is much we have in uganda around 40000 only retail all Ooh, okay that's all that's, that's, that's uh, the people who trade in 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 who in where in in the uganda stock exchange is that's that's not uganda really encouraging it's not <laughs> now i'm it's looking not. at now that's another reason is they've given that investment uh investment knowledge yeah. you know, knowledge of the capital markets and stocks and investing yeah. now the third reason they've given is a reason that so there was a time that a lawyer went to court yeah. in uganda yeah. and sued both the capital markets of uganda and mtn uganda Mm-hmm. and on the on the basis that the lawyer was saying that this IPO should not go ahead because MTN Uganda was not incorporated in an appropriate way i know it's laughable <laughs> so but then the is court it? is dis- it laughable the court dismissed how that. is it how is it incorporated what was uh, this lawyer's claim i don't know the lawyer was just claiming that the due process was not followed during the incorporation of MTN Uganda okay now the court did away with that yeah. um with 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 that um appeal with that suit yeah. now what they're arguing that from an international investment point of view yeah. you'd find large institutional investors in the states or just globally what happens is that you know when they see suits and you know people being taken to court and an IPO at the same time they, they get uncomfortable yeah. okay so that would be one of the reasons why they shied away and then i'm looking at you know from now coming from an kenyan perspective the way we've had bonds you know here in mm, kenya being oversubscribed you yeah. know both corporate paper and government paper yeah, so yeah. our minds are just thinking oversubscription bonds, 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 oversubscription yeah. even so even rates are being oversubscribed absolutely so when we hear of an ipo we are thinking oversubscription because yeah, the market is awash yeah, with liquidity that yeah. is what that is the message that we've been getting from all these oversubscriptions so 
since we've gotten that the market is awash with liquidity, we were yeah. expecting that oh, all this money now is going to move to the IPO. Uh, IPO there have been arguments that it's been overpriced, but then if you look at the first day that it traded, it's appreciated. It, 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 it appreciated absolutely. Um, yeah. Now, if you look, th- that fifteen percent is actually for the whole week. Now, if mm. you the first, if you look at the first ten minutes of when it opened, you find that there were more than fifty thousand shares being traded. Mm. Well, what does that tell you? You know, first of all, as, as a as a big uh, look at the bigger picture of MTN rushing to comply with the government regulation mm-hmm. in the last minute. Yeah. Look at that Africans do, okay not Africans but yeah Africans <laughs> liking to do things Oh in you the last remember minute, that right? the parent company is South Africa and now you've said okay Africa, Africans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I looked at Mr. V and then I was like should I say African? But anyway, the company is African. Mm-hmm. By name. Start d- d- digging deeper you find it's not African. But let's let's leave that for another day. Okay. Africans are doing things last minute. So this IPO comes People are wasting time. Then on the last day, that's when now they want to like rush to buy shares. <laughs> what does that time. do? <laughs> what does that do? It creates more more demand mm-hmm. relative to supply. Yeah. And so the stock price definitely would go up. Um, the, I'm one of the people who honestly feel yeah. that MTM should have extended the time for this IPO. So they should have started. I feel year. if they would have extended the time, we would have seen a much better results. It's the same because people would like doing you know, things last was, minute. This was running parallel. This was running parallel yeah. with an IPO down in Windhoek in Namibia. So there's a company called MTC. You know, it's it's um it's I'm struggling it's, to see the correlation, bro. No, 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 no. It's 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 a telco. So okay, it's government. It's largely government owned. Yeah. It's a telco. In yeah. Namibia, okay, yeah. the largest telco in Namibia, yeah. that was also doing an IPO. What they were looking for, they flo- they were floating two hundred and twelve million dollars, three million dollars from the shy same market. Of, from no, the no, same not market. not from the same market. Then just from Namibia, market. okay. Yeah. Now, if you look at this, yeah. I'm looking at this IPO that are running concurrently, and the one in Namibia, MTC, they were able to float eighty one. They were able to get eighty one percent. Uh-huh. subscription uh-huh. so i'm looking at huh this is i mean this is mtn sh- uganda should have gotten a much higher percentage than that but then there has been you know this is an argument that people have been making you know in in in, in, the, in the in the capital market scenes about the comparison with the mtc in namibia but then one thing that people haven't noted in this argument MTN is MTN MTC is there any No 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 correlation. Okay. In fact uh, the one in Namibia is largely government owned. Okay. So one pe- one thing that people haven't noted in this whole argument is the fact that if you look at from an international investment space yeah. point of view you yeah. find that MTN Uganda yeah. has 53% of the market share in Uganda while uh-huh. MTC has 90% pa- plus market in share. Namibia. Yeah. So that would also be a you know a, a big factor when it comes to 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 investing in 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 the two companies. I Kigen you've not answered me. These are two different IPOs. Right yes, concurrently I understand. different markets still in Africa. No, th- being in Africa is just <laughs> it's just geographical um Yeah. I mean we we were comparing it you know because it's MTN the IPO reason why was, I was being advertised in East Africa. Now b- but it was also open to to international investors. So you think they were running for the same money? We were given priority. Were they running for the same money? No. Uh, they, okay, let me justify why I was I was uh-huh, I was please, comparing. Please, I was simply please. comparing because 
it's the same sector okay still in the sub-saharan african region yeah. so based on those two factors is why i was comparing it's a telco it's a telco it both are in sub-saharan africa simple but I, i felt like you saying that to the effect or to try and and, and, and explain why MTN Uganda was undersubscribed. Because you know when 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 you're an investor and you're sitting in Beijing or you're sitting in Tokyo, when you look at Africa, you know and the way even reports are generated for when Africa. When you start Sub-Saharan Africa you, is a block. When you start mentioning a farm in Beijing or Tokyo, looking at Africa, yeah. where two IPOs are happening at the same Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Then you mean that the the, the these sector? two IPOs were competing for the same money, which I asked you before you were like no. Um okay Plus on, on the international much, space of the course share? they were competing for the same money okay yeah you know if you say that, that then it makes sense yeah yeah then i get it because I, before i was i wasn't getting i wasn't getting where you're headed yeah because yeah. i mean it it would only make sense you know if if you're an investor a retail investor in vinhook yeah. i mean for you it would be much easier you know in terms of reach or in communication and also access yeah to invest in the telco To, yeah. to to put your money in the telco at the bows in namibia yeah. than in kampala you see yeah so it's <laughs> could you even could you even buy the one in, in kampala yes you would as a, as a, as a retail investor as a, as a retail investor yeah you know as an institutional investor you can't i don't think so i don't think so okay i'll, I'll find out and bring that start of, of the course. year <laughs> plus priority you look at the priority that they had no you can't the, i mean the it's, it's just the same way that, way that today in fact this is this is a um, shout out to hisa yeah. um they launched um their the app so yeah. now you can invest um in nasdaq and nysc from the convenient of your bed sitter in kino oh, yeah. You can easily do that download the Hisa hub shout out to to Eric and the team who are doing a brilliant job there. Uh, so you know it's the same way that now Easter you can invest in Facebook you know now in Johnson and Johnson now that is, is listed in in Nasdaq now okay. Is the time. So I mean guys in Namibia of course could have done the same for mm. you know in in in, in Uganda. Mm. But they don't have Hisa. He's <laughs> a will expand of course to 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 the whole of Africa we yeah, hope yeah. Uh, great stuff going on there. Um Ista, cool. so now let's move, move to, to the stock, of, stock the of the week. So um this is more or less um stock of the year. Kind yeah. Because this is the last episode episode 17 of this year. Of the year. Um we decided to go with the uh, NSE 20 index. Absolutely. Yeah, so to give a, a you know a, a reflection and an overview yeah. of how the whole market because NSE20 reflects the it's whole like a summary absolutely yeah so there's like uh, a share index is like a benchmark of that shows you how a stock market has been performing over yeah. time because mm-hmm. it takes um for the let's let me speak for the um with regard to the NSE20 uh, so it looks at the 20 most performing stocks in the NSE and then does an weighted average on that on them yeah. and then now that's the price Yeah. at reach the, the stock market and the nse um trades that absolutely and interestingly um for the nse 20 yeah. um one of the requirements yeah. is that a company must have at least 20% of its stake listed yeah. at the bows why 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 that figure <laughs> oh today 20 has come up a lot yeah. <laughs> with them tier you got this i think this is just um um a requirement by the nse you know so that there is a substantial 
mm. amount of that company mm. that is listed at the bows mm. so that you know it's it's really a reflection of that company yeah. what is listed it's there it's actually representative yeah because uh, if you have 1% listed there so that might not be a whole of course uh, not a whole representation uh, of of what's happening there but 20 uh, is quite significant yeah sure sure yeah so i mean last year in 2020 um around august nse revised um, you know this is done on a yearly basis yeah. so it's yearly yeah it's it's yearly but Feel sometimes like the is shorter, sometimes the they it might be overlooked you know if there are no rapid changes in the market because an interesting thing that was happened happened last year in for NSC 20 and 25 yeah. is uh, KQ was kicked out of that place KQ yeah and uh, they, this other company Jubilee was brought in uh-huh. to replace it in the NSC 25 yeah. and Stanbic was brought in to replace it in the NSC 20 yeah so KQ waliambiwa ah pole tafadhali get out honestly they were expecting it out <laughs> anyway yeah, so, the top so we have we have a lot of indexes indices at indexes we have nse all yeah NSC, now the, let's go with the nse one yeah. yeah we have the ftse we have other um exchange traded funds but those are different yeah, yeah. let's focus on these three that is the nse 20 nse 25 and, and nse all nse all which now yeah. nse all as it says all the companies all companies listed. yeah so the nse 20 trades at 18 56 mm-hmm. shillings it's a lot anyway the 25 goes for even higher uh-huh. 3594 as expected why is that expected you tell us that later and then the i all. mean you've already kicked out the bad stocks i mean who are in the nse all when you go to nse 25 and nse 20 the nse all now where the bad stocks dilute there <laughs> yeah. is now trading at 162.77 uh-huh. so now ibu try explain why why that variance in price i mean the variance in price for me is easily speaks to the quality of the, the quality of the stocks of, because of if you look at nse in kenya you find that um of course the nse 20 are the top most performing mm. so that's where we have safaricom yeah. we have the big banks we have equity top most performing we have Simba. Or the biggest is the biggest you know i must mention kcb first you have Simba KCB are, are those guys paying you? Uh, are they paying you? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot confirm nor deny. <laughs> For yourself. But no, 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 yeah. no. Okay. Um I've just been a big yeah, customer of them, you know, yeah. Cool. So cool. now you find that the big banks who yeah. and, and Safaricom who are really, you know, the the one of the biggest uh, when it even when it comes to where investors have put in their wealth at the bows yeah. you find that it's there um, yeah. they've been performing well you know the banks have really performed well especially looking at at, at this year coming back from covid yeah. you know this episode we started our episode one with the half year results of the banks yeah. and we've seen growth um we've seen also growth you know with the q3 results yeah, and yeah. as expected in the, in the year results yeah so banks have been doing very well mm-hmm. um safaricom as well you know moving into um Ethiopia yeah. and the market the way it received that and the mm. price went up mm. uh, to around 45 mm. so that really played well with the NC20 for the year mm. but then so Safaricom is at 38 yeah, we've been relieved challenges with that go oh, to 35 oh, i was where it oh it's, hey. it's, it's not up to 38 it's at 38 last time i checked it was 38 yeah i think it will stay there for a while but we'll see you know the market is the market getting, getting into inflation into yeah, so, yeah so that yeah. has a big impact of course in NC20 and 25 Safaricom and yeah. and, and the big banks mm. will also have b Mm. um that normally as we normally like saying 80% yeah. um dividend yeah. <laughs> payment so yeah. it's also in the NSC 20 yeah. so that's that's uh, you know BT is a solid company you know mm. as as we discussed the um, stock of the week mm. um go and check that out uh, we've already discussed BT yep. um so those 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 are the companies that are there EABL which it's um, a number of companies absolutely we, we, i mean you can't 
and and, and you know the the stocks but, are they're, they're pretty solid stocks i mean absa bat eabl so i mean are, the qualifying factor is you have to be you have to be the, you have to be good absolutely to be there no if is the so let me just ask you yeah. when you look at the year 2021 as yeah. you're coming to a close yeah. um how has nse 20 what has been the ups and down mm, not so good not so good that's where why are we sitting currently when you when you mention the, the prices i mentioned or mm-hmm. the current prices yeah. yeah so i mean when, in uh, as far as the year has been with the curve and everything not where are so we sitting good. right now not so good oh. uh since i don't know what i was i was checking the chart yesterday and mm-hmm. for the nsc 20 yeah since september to date it's been a down trend it's Ooh. been bearish the whole time why why do you think constantly then i go and check the the s&p 500 that's now in the nys the standard is standard and poor's yeah yeah it's been growing throughout which is what the a stock index should be <laughs> that's that's not, the, not that's necessarily the when be. there's a hit there's a hit chief but you know snp is different. so what is this that is that it's hitting us that's not it hitting the the, the the a bigger or a more mature market like the <laughs> NYSE. okay so just just to track this well um so we are recovering from covid you know and we also having omicron variants uh, variant and everything so if, covid that only hit kenya <laughs> no 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 yeah. Now I'm looking at the NSE 20. Okay. So if you look at the curve you're saying that since the beginning of the year the curve has been going up. Down. Has been going down. Down. You're talking about the NSE 20. Yeah, NSE yeah, 20. Down. So it's been going down. Yeah. So I I think I, Okay, on average, on average. So the peak has been in on average, yeah. but then it had been rising. The peak was in September. Mhm. 2021. Mm-hmm. So the peak was in September then it started coming down. Well, you see how the stock market moves is that it has a a new low and a new high yeah every other day so of course so so it moves okay now this will be dif- difficult because now we don't have graphs so i'll have to like <laughs> oh, no problem so generally it's moving down mm-hmm. right hapakatikati that that those what you call that those figures that you call that the if you now start looking at fundamental but the peak of the year has been in september no there's been a higher peak before when was that mm, i'll have to confirm that like from my check from my from what i'm seeing here uh-huh. even in october it was higher than what it was in september okay yeah so like you have to like go and check the actual figures no i'm actually what looking, i'm having I'm actually here looking is at the nsc app and it's september the highest it's ever been no 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 for the year Okay. Yeah, I'm talking for the year. <laughs> okay. 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 This year is a good run. Yeah, so I mean since that's what I was I was I was, I was referring yeah. to sorry. I was talking about 2021, 2021 particularly. Okay. Okay. So if you look at the beginning of the year, yeah. um it's been it's rising. Been rising. It hit September that has been the highest. And what happened Then in September? Came down. What, what's this that happens? Absolutely. Now on the, that's what we've been trying to find. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to look at the the comp- because I think it's it's an effect of number one, i love to point out the bankers because okay. when half year re- uh, results came out yeah. this is in august and um a bit of early september so the stocks their stocks really went up i remember yeah. we, were, we were talking about equity we were talking about simba kcb yeah. you know absa yeah. um ncba we were discussing them yeah we had just started the podcast in august mm-hmm. and we saw that when they release their half year results they, you know we look at 100% uh, pat increase yeah, you know, and, and yeah. the stocks really responded well yeah. so you'd find that you know because of 
the banks the way they've dominated the NSC20 yeah. so that the general trend was went up. was bullish then it went down yeah okay yeah. and now it's quite interesting absolutely because it's a very drastic drop yeah so i'm interested in knowing what is it that happened is it early september um now in september now when it went down i think it was simply for me a market correction it was a correction of the banks now when they announced their profits So it went up, you know, the market reacted to that. But then it was just an announcement of profits. <laughs> so it 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 it, it again went okay. down. So there was that correction bit, so to speak. Now, okay. when that went down and since the banks, you know, have, have really dominated the NSE 20, mm. so this also affected the NSE 20. So for me, I'm putting it on the banks. Okay. Yeah. And the market correction. Absolutely. Okay, let's let's go with that. Let's roll with that <laughs> for now. Our viewers can kindly feel feel free to let us know what you think well, what do you think about that yeah. do you th- do you put it on the banks as well <laughs> do you think um it's safaricom or ebl or who mm-hmm. would you think uh, i'm putting it on the banks here i have to go with kigan yeah yeah uh-huh <laughs> great so i mean what's 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 your outlook for next year and as far as the nsc 20 mm. is, is concerned what just, do you think of just, it just before i go there okay Oh, now that you've asked it, let me just <laughs> no problem. Uh, I don't think I expect it to be generally to have a bearish element. Remember, it's an electioneering bearish. exactly, yeah, yeah. which is why I'm like it. Generally, it will be bearish, mm-hmm. yeah, and I'm not saying with a lot of authority that it will be bearish because yeah. the, the market stock, is the market. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you can this, you can be like this to. Hopefully next year we have uh, the most peaceful election we've ever. Had. Yeah, we we really hope so and yeah. I know we will. Yeah. You're very faith. You're, you're strong in faith. Yeah, I I love this country. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me. I mean, we've constantly <laughs> have discussions on this podcast about how you and Mr. Daniel you know, Kalia yeah. are really not patriotic. Uh, and I expect better of you guys no, come I th- I 2022. Think, I think I love myself more than I love a country. Yeah. Anyway, let's just let's just get yeah. back to so that. So <laughs> next year when we, we might have the prospects look like we might have a very peaceful election, mm-hmm. electioneering period. And yeah. so if that happens, that might reverse everything. Yeah. Projections and anticipations uh-huh. of bearish uh, market. But still that so, fear uh, in mind is going to have an impact. Ah, uh, sure, yeah. sure, sure. But then it will be like minimal. Absolutely. Yeah, and if again the market corrects itself. If we have a peaceful election right after you cast your vote, right after the elections are done, you'll see the market correcting itself. I If think it's not right after you voted. I think it's after. No, not not. No, I think it's, it's after. Dramatic, Kigen, it's after. When you, when you, when you, then, hey, you look, no. at, you look at the NSE app. Uh, uh, <laughs> of course, of course, it will be after. So I think the stability will be confirmed yeah. with, you know, with particularly with the presidential elections. Yeah, once sure. the results are announced, yeah. once we even have the new president being inaugurated yeah. and those who participated in the presidential elections, mm. you know, also accepting, you know, the results, the results and everything. And, you know, there's not much contestation. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I, so when I, I think look that at would, it, that would affirm it. When I'm looking at it now, yeah. it would, next year, it should be um, slightly bearish. Uh-huh, yeah, okay. slightly bearish. Electioneering periods is steeply bearish. Uh-huh. It's been steeply bearish from history. Yeah. But this year I think it will be slightly bearish because again that expectation, uh-huh. that f- anticipation of 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 war of of lack of instability. Yeah, insecurity. Lack of stability that yeah. is insecurity and all that. It's enough to create a movement in the market. Uh-huh. But because it won't happen, at least what I believe, 
that is that it won't happen it would be actualized yeah. the, the 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 end result will be minimal yeah you know normally it's 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 usually the expectation of things yeah. that normally affects it because if if you look at also derivatives in the US yeah. the fact that you know a shortage is anticipated. anticipated so that anticipation and not the actual shortage yeah, is yeah. is what causes you know yeah. <laughs> the the market to react just remember that um, happens in for inflation as well remember in, in zimbabwe yeah when what the price of something increased mm-hmm. people anticipated that it would increase further in the next day mm-hmm. and so they started selling it at so that anticipation price. of increase already caused causes another increase yeah. Uh, yeah. makes a lot of sense so it gets to the morning then mm-hmm. the price does not increase mm-hmm. Now you have to lower it. <laughs> Now you're reversing, right? So yeah, the market is the biggest game and by far the most yeah, brutal, sure, you know. Sure, you you, you sure. have to go in with with a thick skin. Um for me my outlook is I'm seeing that um at the early um parts of next year yeah. we might have um a little bit of uh, uh, we might see, you know, a, a a bull, a bull run. Um not that much of a bull run just mm. just just um, a slight Why? increase Why? i'm putting it th- i'm putting this also on the banks you know when the banks announce their full year results um of course you're going to see growth and growth we've seen that in q3 and of course in the half year mm-hmm. so i think that um the market might react to that well um safaricom ends its financial year in march um they'll announce their results you know we've seen that but there's no company that investors have put in their wealth at the bounce more than safaricom so that might have a huge impact mm. on uh, nsc20 when they release their results mm. so that there might there will definitely be an increase mm. as we go down into april you know we finalize the primaries mm. in the parties mm. um going on into june july now mm. august into the elections there'll mm. definitely be a dip um if we don't have a contestation of the presidential elections by um the any of the presidential candidates yeah. going to the supreme court um i think the recovery might be sooner than expected if mm. i think it would be solely dependent on on, on on moving to the supreme court because you know when you go to the supreme court is that the country is hanging for a while yeah yeah, yeah sure, 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 <laughs> because sure. the supreme because court so is waiting for absolutely so we, we yeah. things are suspended also the market tends to be huh, okay uh, what might what might come of this yeah. yeah so i think that might be dependent on it but i'm really hope, hoping for a peaceful election yeah, sure. um so that's my outlook that reminds me um the reasons to why we see in electioneering periods yeah. guys um the stock market taking a hit yeah and 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 registering um very drastic bearish elements uh-huh. or, or movement yeah is because the chunk of of, of the investors 70 percent mm-hmm. are institution or are international international yeah largely who are largely yeah. institutional these are people who they hear an election and they see they look at history to make decisions yeah and the history is not is not that good yeah they fly out absolutely or they fly out with their capital we we have to understand that these people these are not people who live in Kenya yeah okay so yeah. so they live on what's in the news and everything exactly yeah. exactly so they they call the money and so suddenly suddenly safaricom is being sold Yeah. The supply out with the demand. And yeah. that's how the it dips. You know. Yeah, and also so, to 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 our investors um as Easter likes to say our investors um <laughs> next year would, would definitely be a good time to buy. Um there will be money to be made next year at the bow. So Whoa, watch out for that. Yeah, sure, sure. Who is there's this person who says a very famous person who says when people are greedy be conservative. I think it's 
it's the guy um the guy um, the <laughs> Charlie Munger's investment brother Warren Buffett how can you forget his I've name I've gotten to this point where I can't remember the company but I can't remember the name legacy <laughs> legacy legacy is the word Yeah. So um he says when people are greedy mm-hmm. or the market is greedy mm-hmm. be conservative when the market's conservative be, be greedy. greedy bye. So next year yeah as uh, to concur with Keegan um bye next year is a good chance to buy. Yeah. But what what are we giving them now? Should they waste it next year to buy or should they what what, what are you telling them? Um huh. it it obviously would depend on the part- on which particular stock you'll be looking at. Um have actually seen that car in general went up by 7% uh-huh. after we talked about it. What are you trying to say? We are an authority. <laughs> we we are Kenya's market map. We map the market for you. So we all of us the three of yeah. us um Easter Kalia and I give it a buy recommendation mm. and um it's give up it. by 7%. Give it a, uh, yeah. give it a buy recommendation. Yeah, it's up by 7%. Yeah. <laughs> like dub. Oh, great stuff. So we've come to the end um, of our um, Maybe let me let me just ask you something. Okay. Uh, you look at the composition of the NSE yeah. 20 or mm-hmm. this inde- indices. Yeah. No, let's look at the NSE 20. Okay. Uh the qualifying factor is you have to be 20 of the biggest the biggest um well performing stocks. yeah not necessarily the biggest is is that the, what's the difference is it well perform the best performing or the biggest um okay i think me. it's the biggest uh-huh. i think it's the biggest all right and so do do you think they should look at um not just size but also performance in terms of not not even performance some um, industry they should be particular about from this sector the banking sector you're looking at the best performing stocks mm-hmm. 20 oh, x number of best performing stocks yeah uh, from this industry this it's actually best performing best performing no yeah. biggest yeah okay, the okay. nairobi securities exchange 20 share index nse 20 is a major stock market index which tracks the performance of 20 best performing companies yeah. listed on the nairobi securities exchange nice. they're selected based on the weighted market performance for a 12 month period uh. based on a market capitalization number of shares traded number of deals and turnover um the NSE 20 is also a major stock market index which tracks the performance of the large companies based in Kenya as yeah. we've yeah. talked about yeah. because yeah. the the large companies happen to be the best performing you know ABL you know and then safari do you think it's time okay do you think it's even necessary to 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 categorize these stocks into into industries Like you're looking at the banking sector, you're going to pick three. Say so we three. have an index, an industry-based index. No. And then we have Safaricom, lonely stock, kind of general okay, lonely yeah. stock. Yeah, <laughs> uh, industry-based uh, index. So for the yeah. banking, you'd have an index for that. Yeah. Insurance for that. Yeah, would that help? It would be interesting to see that, actually. Jeff Odundo, I hope you're listening. Yeah. You might want so to do So you have an index. So that would give you an industry outlook of the banking sector. Yeah, because the time we were talking about Jubilee Insurance, Jubilee <laughs> Group. <laughs> Jubilee Group, yeah. when we're talking about that yeah. and of course as we normally do in in every stock of the week in, that we discuss, uh-huh. we normally do an industry outlook. Okay. So when it came to Jubilee Group, we have a, an index industry outlook of the insurance. Mm-hmm. So I think that would have been important, you know, to, uh, and helpful to, to try just and go track. look at the index of yeah, that of, industry. Yeah? yeah. Then now after You have another index that now I think that should be available of, if it's not available. I don't think it's available. I don't think it's available. For us to know how the banking sector works or is performing, sorry, we wait for them to announce the results. 
that's sustainable yeah anyway <laughs> yeah so that's been it it's been it um been episode it. number 17 for the year man. thank you so much for for being with us um i'm looking at the clock it's and it's 10 minutes past um the uh, by after past the hour mark yeah. thank you so much as we've said this is the last episode of 2021 great stuff coming up in 2022 you are not ready for this you are not ready for this yeah. i've been your co-host kigen kiplimo and i've been easter funning abongo and as always it's nothing personal just it's business. just business cheers guys Bye. happy holidays